Welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I'm here to tell you that imposter syndrome isn't a life sentence. It's just a dysfunctional way of thinking. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. Time to kick your inner imposter to the curb and create life-changing results for you and your clients. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, business mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And this is part three of the Overcoming Imposter Syndrome series, where we talk about overcoming imposter syndrome at different stages of your coaching business. And this is, like I said, part three, which is when you're selling and you're working with clients. So the kind of things that imposter syndrome brings up for you when you are actively selling and actually working with clients because imposter syndrome comes up at every single level. I'm also going to be doing something for my six-figure entrepreneurs that are dealing with imposter syndrome that's coming in the near future. But I just want you to know that no matter what level you're at, you should know that imposter syndrome comes up at every level and it's going to look differently and it doesn't mean anything about you. It just means that you have work to do on your thoughts and your beliefs and there is always room to grow and improve, but it should never stop you from actually accomplishing anything that you want to do within your business because you can have a wildly successful business with a half-managed brain. I built an amazing six-figure business even while having a half-managed brain and I continue to work on myself and you should too. It's just a part of being an entrepreneur, specifically a coach. So another thing is this series is largely in part to bring awareness to the things that imposter syndrome may manifest in your business in terms of problems and things that you're not entirely thinking through and roadblocks and we do it all we solve it all we work through all of these things within the worthy woman method this is my lifetime access group coaching container where you get lifetime access to group coaching calls a slack community for on-the-go coaching and an ever-flowing client portal full of resources that help you build and grow and scale your business and actually creating a life that you're obsessed with, not just a business that you're obsessed with. Because I believe in having a life and a business that you love, not just building a business that you love, but also paying attention to your goals and your values and what you truly want out of life. So the Worthy Woman Method is open for enrollment next week. I'm so excited. This is our second enrollment that we are opening the doors up. There are already amazing women inside who are there to support you and you're going to have a community of sisters and it's going to be amazing if you join the Worthy Woman Method. And you can go to the link in my show notes and sign up for the waitlist and save $222 on enrollment if you decide to enroll when we launch next week. I'm so excited to reopen the doors and the content for the launch is just going to be epic. So I'm so excited to share that with you. Again, link in show notes. Sign up for the waitlist and save $222 on enrollment if you decide to join the Worthy Woman Method. Okay, so a couple things that come up when you are actively selling and working with clients. You think that, oh, because I got the clients now, I'm good, I'm Gucci, I don't need anything else. I'm not going to feel like an imposter. Why would I? I'm actually able to get the clients and sell and sell efficiently in order to get the clients. And I have clients now and I'm working with them. Why would I feel like an imposter, Jill? Well, 
again, those feelings don't just go away. Those thoughts don't just go away because you have the client. They actually can be exasperated if you really don't work on dispelling them, disproving them, and working on your thoughts and continuously coaching yourself. One of the things that comes up for my clients a lot is fear that their client won't get the result. I had a client on a coaching call the other day and she was saying how this one client like really wasn't doing the work and she just didn't know what to do because this person was being charged for her services for my client's services but she wasn't technically getting results because she wasn't doing the work and there is honestly a really big piece when it comes to coaching and that's not taking responsibility for your client's results we are coming from the notion that you are doing everything that you can to help your client. You are building out the program. You are showing up to the coaching calls. You are being in integrity with the services that you said that you were going to offer to them. But we can't drag people to the water. It's like that horse analogy. Like you can drag a horse to water but can't force it to drink. The same thing goes for your client. You can't hold their hand through every single process. If you are putting in the work, if you're doing everything that you think you should be doing in order to help them and they're not getting the results, a lot of the time that is not on you. So I want you to think of your best client, the client that does the work, the client that shows up for the calls, wants to make an impact, is really doing all the things that you guys have talked about, she or he, is animated, they're excited for the work, they're doing the work. Do you really think that that person is not gonna be able to get results? Do you really think, like, let's take for example a health and fitness coach and you are helping them work on their mindset around eating and they're excited to do the workouts and they're eating healthy. Do you really think that they're not gonna be able to get a result? And we could go into like, okay, what is their desired result but mostly it is mindset like I remember when I worked with a health and fitness coach I didn't exactly see the weight loss that I desired but my mindset changed so much and that to me was the best result of all whatever was going on for her in terms of her own mind and thinking I didn't get jail results we just had different expectations of what the results looked like but I know that I was putting in the work when it came to my mindset and I knew that any result I was getting was not at her fault. And I know that there are coaches who aren't that in integrity. I know that there are coaches who aren't doing all the things to help us achieve what we want to achieve. But you are not that person. You are a good person who wants to change the world. You want to help your client. You do. And you want to get the results. And even though that is a selfish reason sometimes in terms of we want to get that validation you're committed to helping this client get results. So I know that if you are doing everything that you can to help your client, your best clients are going to get results. And just remember that. And remember too, that it could be your own ego coming forward in terms of being like, I want them to get a result so I can share the results or so I can do this or I can do that. And I want to just gently bring you back to the fact that you are in a helping profession and their results really are none of your business. And their results, like, yeah, it's amazing if they get great results, that's awesome, but you don't need the results to validate yourself. Pay attention to where you are only allowed to validate yourself based on your client's results. 
really pay attention to that. If you are only choosing to pat yourself on the back or tell yourself that you're a good coach simply because of the results that your clients are getting, you are putting all of your amazingness, all of your efforts and capabilities into the results of another person. You can be a really amazing coach and have a client that's just not a good fit or they're not super committed and the results aren't that great, but that doesn't change the fact that you're a great coach. I just want you to remember that. So coming back to that fear of not being able to get a results for your client or fear that the client won't get a good result, we have to really look at, but where is that coming from? What is the fear behind the client not getting a result? Is that coming from an egoic place? Is that coming from a fear place? Is this where imposter syndrome rears its ugly head? You know what I mean? When it comes to um, thinking that you need the client's results to validate your coaching. So pay attention to that if that's coming up for you. If you have a lot of fear around your client's results, it may just be that it's not in your hands whatsoever because you can do all of the things And if a person is not committed or if a person is not an ideal client, then that is something that you can't really control. Now, if you're getting a slew of clients and nobody is getting the desired result that you have for them, let's go back and look at that desired result. So you can go to part two of this series where we ask ourselves, what one result can I create for somebody? Let's go back to that if nobody is getting that desired result and just fine tune our process. But there's nothing wrong with growing as a coach and growing your skills. When I first worked with people, when I was first like a new coach and was working with a bunch of new one-to-one clients, I think about, oh, I would have done this differently and I would have done that differently. But my pricing structure matched my coaching at that time. So I don't feel bad about what I charge because I charged accurately and adequately for the work that I was putting in for them. But I also have just grown as a coach. I've gotten so much better. I have so much more experience. And that is only going to come with experience coaching, experience in coaching the client and helping them. And remember, you can always fine tune your process, but the world isn't going to end if you have to kind of work on your coaching skills a little bit more. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is a perfect coach straight out of the gate. That is really something that you have to learn how it's a skill that you're acquiring. Coaching is a skill. It's not a trait. Another thing I would ask you is now that you're selling and working with clients, like you're selling efficiently, you're working with clients, you're doing all the things, something that you're going to start to pay attention to is what separates me from the rest like what makes me different than any other business coach or any other health and fitness coach and this is where you can start to finesse that because now you're working with clients and you can start to figure out what do people come to me for what do we mostly talk about what are the things that I can bring as a leg up to my clients and to the work that I'm doing And this can bring on a lot of imposter syndrome in in terms of being like, well, I'm not different, but I guarantee that there is something in your coaching, that there is something that you guys talk about that is unique that you can begin to capitalize on and work on with regards to creating your own signature methodology or your own signature process or 
creating your own unique framework of how you actually help clients that is going to show the rest of the world that like, oh, I want to work with Jill because she specifically focuses on imposter syndrome and working through these things when it comes to imposter syndrome. This sounds similar to niching, but what I mean is the more you get experience in terms of working with clients, see it as an opportunity to experiment with all the amazing things that you know and the skills that you have so you can learn how to work with them and learn what specifically you are good at when it comes to your coaching and what they always ask you about. Notice the trends when it comes to that because you could really capitalize on that unique thread. What's that golden thread that only you have that nobody else can offer within the industry. And that is something that can only be done by working with somebody and seeing the results that they're getting and noticing naturally where your coaching heads when it comes to coaching calls and group coaching and all that jazz. And I wanna take it back for a second to the conversation that we were having about external validation is I'm not saying that you need to just focus your business on what your clients think you should do or what you talk about the most what I mean is to separate yourself from the rest of the industry and focus on how you can become less of a commodity and more of something that people come to specifically for your unique problem now I started out with imposter syndrome so that was like a specific problem that I said I could do but what may have happened is I would have told myself I was a life coach or a mindset coach and I would have started working with people and promoting that. But then I could have found that imposter syndrome was something that I actually could really help people with and therefore just focused on that. But I started in the very beginning with imposter syndrome, like really early. Like I think it was like the halfway through 2018 I was talking about it. So I hadn't seen the results there yet but I just knew that there was a gap in the industry and that was something that you can focus on as well is is there a gap in your industry that nobody else is really focusing on and this can only come with experience in working with clients and figuring out what that golden thread is that you can bring but this doesn't mean that you're gonna shape your whole business around something that you don't want to talk about right and that's where we come around to the external validation in terms of let's learn how to validate ourselves. How can you validate yourself when it comes to your business and when it comes to the results that you can get for people? What are some ways that you can celebrate your own accomplishments and really focus on I don't need external validation. Now, as humans, we all seek that external validation. But as a coach, especially because your creativity and your inspiration comes from inside of you your offers and your programs and all of that has to be nurtured with inside of you you really need to start focusing on going inwards more and being proud of yourself and proud of your accomplishments and looking back and seeing how far you've come and being so grateful for everything that you have and everything that is to come that is an internal process that you need to be consistently working on because your results are just going to get bigger and bigger and badder and badder, like in a good way. (laughs) Like they're just going to be ever growing. Like you're going to constantly be growing your results. And that means that 
the milestones and your achievements are going to get more and more and you can get really caught in this addiction cycle of thinking it's never enough. But when you come back to being present, when you come back to acknowledging to yourself, I have come so far, I'm so grateful for what I have and all that is to be, when you come back to being present, you you can cultivate those feelings of safety and feeling good and you need less external validation when you do that. You are more grounded in purpose and more grounded in the fact that you are doing big, amazing things and you need to consciously and intentionally take time each day to validate yourself so important during this time especially because you're working with a lot of people so if you have like a roster of clients you're working with a lot of people you could take on a lot of their energy and their emotions and you kind of can get in your head in terms of like oh my god am I doing this right am I getting them results like is this working where am I going with this blah 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 so really important to come home to yourself often like every single day I do my routine in the morning, I do my meditation, I do my EFT tapping, I do my journaling, I do my self-coaching because that's how I come back to my own thoughts and my own feelings and that's how I learn to validate myself so I don't need anybody else to tell me that I'm a good coach. I know that I am and I know that there's also room for improvement and room to grow because that's that's how it is in the world, right? Like we're never perfect. Um, We're constantly learning and growing and you need to adopt that emotional resilience for yourself, especially when you're working with people. And finally, the fear of being seen. This is something that I actually talked about in a podcast like a couple of weeks ago. Um, Like literally within the last month, I talked about the fear of being seen. So if you really want to get deep into that, you can go to that episode. It's number 95. But the fear of being seen more is a real thing. And this is where imposter syndrome comes in is you are afraid that, okay, now I'm getting more clients. I'm more visible. People are actually working with me. They're really seeing me. And this can bring up so much imposter syndrome for you, especially because you fear that maybe your opinions or your message could be disputed. Like someone could say, well, no, that's not true. Or I don't think that this can get results or I don't think this is right. So once again, check in with yourself, check in with, do I have a fear of being seen? We think that we have a fear of failure, but in reality, you don't fail unless you quit. The fear of being seen is so much more relevant. The fear of success is so much more relevant when you become a coach, because when you become more successful and you're seen more, you're seen for who you really are. You're seen for the actual opinions and beliefs that you have. And if you are not super grounded in those things, if you are not super confident in those things, it's going to turn into like fears and doubts and you're going to question yourself. And then you're just going to go with what everybody else thinks. And there comes that people pleasing side of you that may come out and that's why it's really important to nurture yourself to validate yourself to spend time coaching self-coaching and receiving coaching on your thoughts and your beliefs and your resistance and your mental limitations and blocks so the fear of being seen isn't as relevant so you know that when you show up you're showing as authentically you and you are being seen and you are confident in being seen because that is the reality when you get more clients and when you start like going on podcast tours and when you start really putting yourself out there 
and knowing that okay now I'm being seen like now I'm a big deal and I want you to adopt that like adopt the fact that you are a big deal and maybe think about what thoughts do I have around being seen what thoughts do I have around being a big deal around making an impact about being a thought leader what thoughts do you have around that because if there's a lot of imposter syndrome and I'm not good enough those are things that could potentially block you from actually achieving everything that you want to achieve you can say oh I have this goal to be this big CEO and make all this money well making more money in this space means being more visible means working with more people which means getting referrals and having more clients and then ending with those clients and getting new ones and it takes a lot of courage and gumption to be a leader in this space. And being a leader means that you have your own thoughts and opinions that may be different from other people. And are you grounded in those decisions and those beliefs? When you think about being a standout person in your niche, when you think about being different than everybody else in terms of what separates you from the rest, do you feel like you could back yourself up? You need to have your own back. You need to have inner trust and you need to have your own back to the end and that's where again we come back to validating yourself having that belief in yourself self-coaching and being coached that is so important and again if you would like to go deeper on this you can go to my podcast number 95 which talks about the fear of being fully seen but this is all stuff everything that we've talked about in this three-part series especially this part is all things that we cover within the worthy woman method. I have scoured the coaching industry from top to bottom in terms of content, sales, breaking through objections, inner trust and decision making, overcoming limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome, EFT tapping to help release old beliefs and tap in new ones. There are so many resources and exercises and processes within the worthy woman method that helps you build and grow and scale your coaching business to be the one that you've always dreamed of so you can have a life not just a business where you're hustling and working all the time but actually a life and a business that is working towards the goals that you have for yourself and it's an amazing community it's the support and the coaching that you need and it's lifetime access and that's lifetime access to the group coaching calls to the slack community so once you're in you're in for life and you have that support in order to overcome the limitations and the belief that you have that could be stopping you from having this amazing coaching business because what really stands between you and that success is your brain so let's work on it together the worthy woman method is opening for enrollment next week re-enrollment because we have already done an enrollment in May so there are people who are in there waiting for you there's a sisterhood ready to support you and again we are reopening next week reopening the doors next week and you can go to the link in my show notes and sign up for the waitlist where you will save $222 if you decide to enroll so I can't wait to see you guys there screenshot this podcast and put it on your insta story and tag me at your coach Jill and let me know how much you loved this three-part series And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Check out the show notes to get started on your free three-day challenge to overcome your inner imposter. Once you're done listening today, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram story, tagging me at your coach Jill so I can share it on my page. See you next time.